0: Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach,
1: visit stripe.com tapiphone These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, November 16th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Qualcomm received a license from the U.S. Department of Commerce to sell some chips and components for mobile devices to Huawei, including 4G products and an exemption to current trade restrictions. U.S. semiconductor sales to Huawei have been banned since September. A Qualcomm spokesperson said the company currently has other license applications pending with the U.S. government. The Turkish Competition Board ruled Google violated the terms of fair competition in its online ad business, issuing a 196.7 million lira fine, that's about 26 million U.S. dollars. The board found that Google's text ad business in search skewed results to the detriment of those companies that didn't pay for ads. The board gave Google six months to change its search policy, and Google has 60 days to appeal the decision. Apple, Google, and LG have joined the industry group NextG Alliance, which is creating a NextG development roadmap that will promote a marketplace for 6G introduction, adoption, and commercialization with North America innovation in mind. The group, which was created by the Alliance for Telecommunications Industry Solutions, also includes AT&T, Verizon, U.S. Cellular, T-Mobile, Charter, the Canadian carriers Bell and Telus, Microsoft, Samsung, Facebook, Cisco, Ericsson, Intel, Nokia, and Qualcomm. Back in August, Google partnered with the Harvard Global Health Institute to launch its COVID-19 public forecast, providing projections on COVID-19 metrics like cases and ventilator availability in U.S. counties and states. Google has now improved these models, extending regional predictions from 14 to 28 days, claiming they should be 50% more accurate. The forecasts now also support customizing initial forecasting models to new problems and data sets, with Google developing an AI-based what-if model to help with decision-making around COVID-19 scenarios. Google is also launching COVID-19 public forecasts in Japan and investigating support for other countries. Apple's Gatekeeper security service was first released on Macs in 2012 and performs online checks to verify if an app contains known malware and whether the developer's signing certificate is revoked. Last week, the Online Certificate Status Protocol Service, or OCSP, used by Gatekeeper had an outage, resulting in some Mac users having issues opening apps and prompting some to question what data Apple collects as part of this process. In an updated support document, Apple clarified that Gatekeeper does not collect users' Apple ID or device identity, and that the company has now stopped logging IP addresses associated with the developer ID certificate checks. Apple maintains it has never combined app verification data with device information. On October 30th, a federal court in Pennsylvania issued a preliminary injunction against the U.S. executive order requiring ByteDance's TikTok to either sell or spin off its U.S. business by November 12th. On Thursday, November 12th, the U.S. Department of Commerce delayed enforcement of the order pending further legal developments, which presumably includes an appeal of the injunction. And then Friday, the U.S. Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S. issued a new deadline for ByteDance to sell off its U.S. TikTok operations by Friday, November 27th. This could only be enforced if the preliminary injunction is overturned by that time. Samsung launched its first line of smart monitors, the M-Series. The 1080p M5 line comes in either 27 or 32 inches, while the M7 line offers a 32-inch 4K display. Both lines offer HDR10 support, USB-C charging at up to 65 watts, Bluetooth 4.2, and built-in stereo speakers. The monitors run Tizen, support AirPlay 2 and Android casting, as well as supporting Samsung's DeX for a wireless desktop with a supported phone. The M7 costs $399, the M5 is $229 for the 27-inch, and $279 for the 32-inch, available in the U.S., Canada, and China today. TechCrunch's sources say Uber is in talks to sell its self driving car unit, Uber Advanced Technologies Group, to the startup Aurora Innovation. Talks have reportedly been ongoing since October, with Uber shopping around ATP to several companies, including automakers. Aurora was founded in 2017 by former leaders of Google, Tesla, and Uber's self driving efforts to develop a full self driving stack. Amazon launched GameOn, an Android app to let gamers capture and share mobile gameplay. The app lets users record 30 seconds to 5-minute clips, with over 1,000 titles supported at launch. The app also includes a recall feature to automatically save a pre-configured length of gameplay. These clips are stored locally and can be edited in the app, including adding commentary. Amazon says the app is coming soon to iOS. A new study by OpenVault found that in Q3 2020, 8.8% of U.S. broadband subscribers used more than one terabyte of data per month, more than doubling from 4.2% on the year. The study also found that subscribers using 2 terabytes of data nearly tripled on the year, up to 1% from 0.36% a year ago. 5.6% of subscribers in the study paid for gigabit speeds, up from 2.5% a year ago. OpenBalt found that average U.S. broadband households use 384 gigabytes a month, up from 275 gigabytes a year ago. Warner Media announced that HBO Max will be coming to Amazon Fire OS devices on November 17th. Users that subscribe to HBO through Amazon's Prime Video channels will be able to log into HBO Max using their Amazon account. The HBO app on Fire OS devices will automatically be updated to HBO Max. HBO Max remains unavailable on the Roku platform. And finally, Google announced it will no longer support its VR field trip app Expeditions. The dedicated app will be removed from app stores on June 30th, 2021, with existing VR experiences folded into the Google Arts and Culture app.
0: From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com/tapiphone. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.